0: Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids.
1: And I'm Mitzi. I'm Admit, co-host, and Molly's right-hand gal.
0: Every week on Mystery
1: Recipe, we'll
0: be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. We've got a great episode for you all today. We're going to start by whipping up a bowl of pressing questions. Then we're ending milk week back at the cheese cellar in our wildcard.
1: We're really milking this week for all it's worth, Molly! Molly! Didn't we make that joke already? I can't. Did we?
0: I think we did.
1: Welp, there goes our Peabody Award. Way to go, Mitzi.
0: You really think Milk Week was in the running for a Peabody?
1: Well, not anymore. With me repeating jokes in our cold open. Oh, let's cut to the theme. <laughs>
2: Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. That is interesting.
0: Mystery Recipe.
1: Molly, I feel just terrible.
0: Don't think twice about it, Mitzi. There's really not that many milk jokes to be had. It's understandable. Really? Yeah, only like 2% of jokes are about milk.
1: See? the stuff? That's Peabody Award material. Ugh, I've got to get on your level.
0: Well, how about you get started by introducing our next segment?
1: Okay. Listeners, it's time for Pressing Questions, where we answer a question from a young chef using science. Yep.
0: Every week, Mitzi goes through our emails and voicemails and finds a question that we can conduct a science experiment to answer.
1: That's right. And then Molly will call up the young chef to try out the experiment and discover the answer together. So, if you have a question for us, have your grown-up send it to us at mysteryrecipeatamericastestkitchen.com.
0: Here's how it will work. We're going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of the experiment in our episode. And when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage all of you to recreate the science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went.
1: All right. Should we get started with today's question?
0: Ready when you are.
1: Let's hear it.
2: I love making homemade whipped cream, but we don't always have heavy whipped cream in our fridge. Can I make whipped
0: cream with milk instead? That was Kylie from Albany, California. Perfect question, Mitzi. I think in order to answer this question, we should just try and test it out. Listeners, if you want to try this experiment along with us, here's what you'll need. Half cup heavy cream, chilled. Half cup whole milk, chilled. Three teaspoons of sugar. One teaspoon of vanilla extract. Two large mixing bowls. Measuring spoons. Masking tape a marker, or pen, and either a stand mixer with a whisk attachment, an electric mixer, or two whisks. You can do this by machine or by hand.
1: And nope, no oven mitts, because you don't need to make whipped cream.
0: (sighs) Nice job, Mitzi. You don't.
1: All righty, then let's get started.
0: For this experiment, we're going to be working with Kylie. I talked to her over the computer. All right, Kylie, in this activity, we're going to try to make whipped cream using heavy cream and milk.
2: All right, that sounds good.
0: So we're going to start by labeling each of the bowls that you have. So you're going to use the, the Post-it notes and your marker or pen to label one heavy cream and one milk. That way, you'll make sure you know exactly which sample is which.
2: Okay, okay. milk. Um milk. No, heavy.
0: Okay. What else? All right. So now what we're going to do is prepare both of our samples before we start whipping anything. So first thing to do is we're going to put sugar in each bowl. So the same amount of sugar in each bowl, one and a half teaspoons to the heavy cream bowl and one and a half teaspoons to the milk bowl. Now what? Now we are going to add the vanilla to each bowl. So we're going to do half a teaspoon of vanilla in each bowl. Oh. That's okay. A little bit extra is totally fine. Okay. Great. And then the most important part, we need to put the actual thing that we're testing in each of the bowls. So half a cup of heavy cream into the heavy cream bowl and half a cup of whole milk into the whole milk bowl.
2: Um, half a cup. Both both the same, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Both exactly the same.
2: Except one is milk and one is heavy cream. Exactly.
0: We want everything to be the same except cream versus milk. All right. So you can give both of those a little stir with the spatula to get the, the sugar and the vanilla and the cream or milk a little bit stirred up. And then what we're gonna do is whip each of them in your stand mixer and see what makes the fluffiest whipped cream. So Kylie, you have a stand mixer for this, which is what you're using. Um, But if you don't have a stand mixer at home, that's okay. You can use an electric hand mixer or you can even whisk this by hand. It'll take a little bit longer and a little bit more, you'll get a little more exercise, but it will totally work as well.
2: We don't have an electric mixer, but I do have a toy electric mixer.
0: While you are good with your stand mixer, that is going to be the fastest and most effective way to make whipped cream. Okay. So what we need to do before we start getting this is your predictions. Which one do you think, Kylie, is going to be the fluffiest whipped cream? Milk. Okay. Why?
2: I don't know. I just...
0: I don't know. Yeah, it's a tricky one. So your prediction is that the milk will be a fluffier whipped cream. We are gonna dig in and find out which is which. So which one would you like to do first in the stand mixer? Do you wanna go for heavy cream first or milk first?
2: I think I would go with heavy cream first.
0: Heavy cream first. All right, so maybe your mom can help a little bit here, but we need to pour that sample into your stand mixer and swipe it out with your spatula. Get it all in there. Yeah, make sure you get all that sugar and vanilla. The sugar and vanilla is there to make it taste really yummy at the end. All right, so what you want to do is turn it on to kind of low, medium low and and let it start to go. And we're going to watch and see what happens. Okay. All right, and I'm timing how long it's going to go for. Shall we fast forward? Let's. Alright, what's happening in there, Kylie? Is anything changing?
2: Whoa. Make this thing it more bubbly.
0: More bubbly? Okay, so you see lots of bubbles. Anything else? Is it changing at all in there?
2: Um a little bit.
0: What's happening? Um more bubbles. (laughs) More bubbles, okay. Whoa! Yeah, stop it and tell me what's happening.
2: Whoa! Now it starts like looking at like whipped cream. I feel like now it's foamy, foamy.
0: Wow, that looks like whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take the the spatula and kind of lift some out and see what the texture is like? Uh, do you have a word to describe it? Well, it doesn't look like it's liquid anymore. mm-hmm. It looks like it has some texture to it. Yeah, it's kind of solid. is it Is it fluffy?
2: It feels
0: like um like every whipped cream I've tasted. Awesome. Well, why don't we try the other sample? So you can use your spatula to scrape that out into your heavy cream bowl. And then once your mixing bowl is empty, we can pour sample number two with milk in there. Um, That was about six minutes to get to a differently textured sample. Perfect. All right. Let's go with sample number two, the milk sample.
2: All right. That sounds good.
0: How's it looking in there?
2: Okay, it's definitely still liquid, and there's a lot of bubbles in, and there's more bubbles on the side of the bowl that
0: pops. Well, let's keep on going and see what happens.
2: More bubbles!
0: How's it looking in there? Is there any change?
2: I don't think we can go any faster because then it's gonna splash everywhere.
0: What's it? What's it look like?
2: Same as usual.
0: Same as usual.
2: When it was fast, it was like splashing
0: everywhere. But the milk, it still stayed the same. It's still milk. Okay. Well, we've gone six minutes. We've gone the same amount of time that we went with the heavy cream. And it's liquid. It's liquid. So, tell, can you tell me in a summary what was the difference between these two samples?
2: Well, it's really easy to tell because the milk absolutely did not work. It's still liquid. When we mixed it for six minutes, but for six minutes, if we made it with heavy whipping cream, it didn't. It. It didn't stay liquid. It stayed, like, fluff. It, it turned fluffy
0: and stuff. So those are pretty clear results. Mm-hmm. Heavy whipping cream makes awesome whipped cream, and milk does not. <laughs> we had a very clear winner here with the heavy cream.
1: Spoiler alert. Pun intended.
0: I sort of knew the results going into it. Milk just won't whip into cream, no matter how hard you try. So don't worry, Kylie. It wasn't for a lack of effort.
1: Yep. You are just destined to fail from the beginning.
0: Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say that.
1: Huh? Why not?
0: Well, there's not a lot of failure in science. When something doesn't work, that can be the most effective way to prove something else is true. It's the failures or unsuccessful experiments that we learn the most from.
1: Like, if we had just whipped the heavy cream, fine, uh, we would learn how that works. But by also trying and failing to whip milk, it will help us learn why the heavy cream can be whipped.
0: Exactly. We can compare the heavy cream to the milk and use the differences in the two to discover what makes one whip while the other doesn't.
1: So, Molly, what does this mean?
0: Well, I'd be happy to tell you. Right after the break.
1: Now that... That is just good podcasting, Molly. I've got to call the Peabody people again.
0: Well, while you do that, it's time for a word from our sponsors.
1: Grownups, these ads are for you.
0: Hey, grownups. If there's one thing we simply cannot have enough of in my house, it is snacks. That's why Kroger's ship service is so great. You can browse snacks and other stuff online and get it shipped right to your house. It's fast and easy, and your order will arrive in as little as one to three days. My daughter Olive was pretty impressed. What's in there? Can you pull it out? <gasps> what do you think all those are? Gummies. Oh, do you think this is maybe the largest box of gummies you've ever seen? Yeah. What else is in the box? pret Learn more at Kroger.com and get the yummiest snacks shipped directly to your doorstep. All right, time for science.
1: My favorite time!
0: Making whipped cream is all about that fat.
1: The fat, huh?
0: Yup, the fat content is what allows cream to whip. Heavy cream has a fat content of 36% to 40%, while whole milk is just about 3% fat.
1: That is a big difference.
0: It really is. And it's the fat in the heavy cream that allows it to whip up into delicious, fluffy clouds of whipped cream. When you are whipping something, a big part of what you're doing is introducing air into whatever you're whipping. Part of the shape of a whisk is empty space. All those gaps help you add air into a liquid as you whisk.
1: Great! So whipping cream or milk with a whisk adds air.
0: Yes, whipping cream or milk by hand or with an electric mixer creates lots of tiny air bubbles. The fat in the cream holds the air bubbles in place. As more and more air bubbles form, the heavy cream expands and becomes light and fluffy. Temperature is also important here. Cold milk fat is more solid – think chilled butter – so it's better able to hold the air bubbles in place. When you're making whipped cream, it's really important that you start with cold cream.
1: Wow, delicious.
0: But milk has nowhere near enough fat to stabilize air bubbles.
1: More bubbles.
0: Kylie may have made lots of bubbles with her mixer and saw those bubbles hanging out on the surface of the milk, but there was no fat to hold the bubbles in place, so they eventually pop and disappear, kind of like when you blow bubbles into water with a straw.
1: Huh. Without the fat, the whisked milk just stayed milk. Okay. Okay.
0: That
2: was interesting.
0: This is a very important question. Now that you have some whipped cream, what are you going to eat it with?
2: Waffles.
0: <laughs> I, I fully support that decision. That sounds delicious. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this experiment with us and getting down to the bottom of what makes whipped cream fluffy. It was so good to experiment with you. Thank you so much, Kylie.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me. And listeners, if you want to try this experiment at home, remember to tell us how it went. Grown ups, you could reach us at mystery recipe at America's Test Kitchen.com.
0: Well, that sounds like the end of pressing questions for today. Coming up next is our wild segment. We're heading back to the cheese cellar for another stand-up set.
1: The Cheese Cellar is a comedy club we went to in season one. They've got lots of great stand-up comedians. And today, their stand-up comedian is a cow! All right.
0: Welcome back to the Cheese Cellar, everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. It's going to be a good night for you. We've got some pretty cheesy jokes lined up so you can laugh your rhymes off. First up, it's
3: everybody's favorite cow... Give it up for Bessie. Hello, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you. So great to be here at the cheese cellar tonight. You know, it's almost like this place couldn't even exist without me, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, I'm glad to be here, honestly. Honestly, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to make it. I had a real tough case of hay fever just before the show. (laughs) Hay fever, yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, I recovered in time to catch my flight out here. You know, flying as a cow is really tough. Tried jumping over the moon. Guess that's not how it really works. Ended up at LAX with everyone else. (laughs) Getting around the airport is just a nightmare. I mean, my cowbells set off the metal detector every time. And then the minute someone spots my spots, then they just want me to move. If you ever see a cow in an airport, please don't ask them to move. They're just trying to find their gate. I really hate flying, though. I'm I'm more of a ground beef. (laughs) The turbulence always makes me so nervous causes problems for everyone else too because my milk shakes and that always brings all the boys to the yard (laughs) my daughter flew out here with me yeah, her favorite part of the airport the cafeteria (laughs) of course (laughs) flying with kids is tough but flying with a calf don't get me started it's an utter nightmare (laughs) The flight attendant asked me if I wanted my coffee decaf, and I just started crying. (laughs) I wish. Oh, God, I wish. You know, I am so glad I came, though, because you all are a great crowd tonight. I I always ask myself why I do it. It's not for the money, I'll tell you that. My agent always milks me dry. (laughs) All right, that's my set. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Move! No, move! (laughs) Bessie, everybody.
0: Thank you, Bessie. Puts the cow in holy cow, huh, ladies and gentlemen?
1: All right, that's our show. Goodbye. The calf ateria, because a calf is a baby cow.
0: Too funny. Hey, Mitzi, before we go, I have a little surprise for you.
1: A surprise? No way. What is it?
0: Just a little something I made during the wild card.
1: What? Molly! This? Okay. So this part looks like... Okay, so it's a trophy. Oh, The little person on top is made out of peas? It's a Peabody Award. (gasps) No, you did not! Molly! No, you... I'm so excited!
0: I think even if you accidentally repeat a joke here and there, you deserve to win every award.
1: Oh, I do not! Oh, Molly! I do not deserve you!
0: I'm glad you like it, Mitzi.
1: I've never liked anything more! I'm putting this up on my shelf right next to the apron I threw at you during last season's supplies party. You kept that? Well, with that... I think it's time to close out Milk Week. What a week! We learned all about sweetened condensed milk and that fat makes whipped cream whip.
0: And how to measure liquid ingredients. Well, we will be back next week to talk about another brand new ingredient.
1: And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we've talked about eggs, vegetable oil, salt, sugar, flour, and milk.
0: So many guesses. Be sure to listen next week. If you love Mystery Recipe, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you really love the show, leave us a comment and tell us what you think the Mystery Recipe will be. Until then, keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Burnbaum, and I am a bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a cupcake. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a salty sweet chocolate chip cookie. Kaya Williams was the associate producer for this episode. She is a caramel brownie. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's the cherry on top. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a fizzy drink. Our post-production supervisor is Chen Margolis, an artichoke. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also broccoli. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a garden-grown green zebra tomato. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our Senior Science Editor, Paul Adams, Deputy Editor, Kristen Sargianis, Executive Food Editor, Susanna McFerrin, Assistant Editor, Katie O'Hara, Senior Editor, Afton Cyrus, Test Cook, Andrea Vavgin, and Test Cook, Cassandra Loftlin. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Caitlin Kelleher, and Brianna Maya. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kits.
1: I'd like to thank the Peabody Awards Committee. And Oliver, mostly. I'd like to thank my Oliver.
0: grown-ups, I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me, straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family. And it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. Thank <laughs> you.